My name is Dr. Matt Allender. I'm a wildlife veterinarian and visiting instructor here at the College of Veterinary Medicine. We're trying to save the world, one box turtle at a time. We're trying to do that by monitoring the health and the diseases that are in free-ranging box turtles across the United States. So we are going out with biologists and we're looking at the um, populations of box turtles through height, weight, length. We're also collecting blood samples. So I'm looking at the eyes, the nose, the throat, looking at the legs and looking at the shell. The turtle dogs are Boykin Spaniels and the dogs just live to find turtles. Days that they don't find turtles, they get a little depressed and a little sad. They are a wonderful mechanism to help turtle conservation because they can find so many animals. We could be out um, with 16 individual humans out looking for turtles and find at most probably about one turtle every four to five search hours. So um, whereas with the dogs, they can find two and a half turtles per search hour of dogs. So um, it's just remarkable what they can find. These dogs work in a coordinated pattern um, to, to find turtles at an, at an incredible rate. They are owned by a wonderful individual named John Rucker. Well, I was living in the mountains of East Tennessee where there are a lot of box turtles, eastern box turtles, and I had one Boykin Spaniel at the time, and he had an interesting sort of a mystical personality. And one day he just started bringing me box turtles. I praised him. I didn't encourage him, but I praised him, and uh, he comprehended that I was interested in them, so he just took it upon himself to find more and more and more, and he became absolutely uh, obsessed with it. And then I got another dog, and he started doing the same thing. Gradually, word of mouth um, got around, and I, I started getting some requests from researchers to go out and catch turtles for them. We're testing for infection through white blood cell counts. We're looking for anemia. We're looking for the immune response through antibodies. We are also looking at kidney and liver function and electrolytes. Um, we're looking at specific diseases like ronavirus, which causes um, mortality events and outbreaks across the United States and in both amphibians and in turtles. Box turtles specifically are a really good indicator of our environmental health. They are ectothermic animals so that they rely everything on their environment um, for growth and for reproduction and for nutrition. They are long-lived animals, and so we can look at their, um, their health over uh, many decades of time. And then they have relatively small home ranges, and so their home range, their health is directly related to the health in that area. So if we look at animals in Vermilion County, it's a direct result of the environmental health in Vermilion County. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, are fascinated by the uh the architecture of their shell, the way they can completely close up and go inside. And it's, it's quite an amazing strategy is to uh, live slow, die slow, and whenever there's danger, just go inside your house and close the door and wait until the danger goes away. So turtles are just fascinating. Uh, and, and, uh, and so I'm out here to help as much as I can to try to Learn all we can. We're trying to uh, hold the different turtle diseases at bay until we can learn more about them. We started to analyze some of the samples and all of the values that we've gotten so far appear to be similar to um, other turtles in Illinois and in Tennessee. So um, there's still a lot more to do. We only have a small portion, um, but we, uh, th this will be crucial data to establish the health of this population. We need to look at this for the next 10 years, and then we can say, 
you know, these turtle populations are healthy, this environment is healthy, or it's not. And then we can make improvements that are better for the turtle and better for people.